0: But I'm going to start recording, you know what I mean? Just to get get the juices flowing, mm-hmm. get back in that rhythm that we were just in like a week ago. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it all over again. I'm so uh, upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm so mad that it, it was this dumb <laughs> technical thing that I thought was going to make my life easier and it made it. A hundred times harder, especially for this weekend. But,
1: but also, thank God it was your audio and not mine. <laughs> I've been really excited about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't your fault, which is, which is good. It's it's for all once. my fault. And. Ugh. <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm just gonna keep referencing like, well, we were so much funnier last
0: week. (laughs) I know this. I was like, I was thinking before we got on. I was like, this is gonna suck.
1: (laughs) I know. I
0: already. We're gonna make all our points over again, but it's not gonna be as like good.
1: I feel like it's gonna be a lot of me not listening to you. Yeah, you're just staring (laughs) off into the distance. Like I already know what he thinks.
0: Well, let's just get into it. We're on a time constraint <laughs> at this point. Um <laughs> and uh so yeah, the technical difficulties have led uh we're in the show now, by the way. Uh welcome to Film School. <laughs> uh
1: oh I'm I want all of that yeah, this, gold it's all in the in. beginning. The show
0: the show is the show is the show. Um,
1: basically Tyler's audio was all uh effed up and so this is this is take two of recording sense and sensibility. <sighs>
0: yeah we are uh we we're a young podcast and uh we had our first our first flub up all my all my fault I uh, you know well ugh, i listen to so many podcasts and they talk about you should always have multiple recordings that, like going on at the same time so that if one dies you have a backup
1: we were talking about doing that we were when we first started and then we both were like eh, who cares yeah we didn't
0: talk about it again <laughs> Cause we were like, you know what, this is too hard anyway. <laughs> I don't want to make it any more <laughs> difficult. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm Tyler. I'm the the fuck up of the of the group.
1: <laughs> I'm Courtney, and I continue to be the golden yeah, child.
0: Yeah, he's perfect always. <laughs> Just a, never a.
1: Thank God, because my self esteem can't handle anything else.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Let's, let's sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get cheery. Let's get <laughs> let's get into it. You know what I mean? We gotta get back into it. I'm
1: having a great the, time. here's the
0: thing, is we get to talk about sense and sensibility again.
1: Yes, yeah, which is great. <laughs> I was thinking about this because in our in in our first attempt mm-hmm. that that no one will ever mm-hmm. hear. Although we could just release my audio. That's true. Or I could record with my audio and do an impression of you oh, and what I think you were saying. Sure. Um, bonus content. I I won't do any of that because it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, but in the our first attempt, I thought you hated the movie, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until the end when you rated it higher than I did that I realized you really liked it. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. So.
1: uh, (laughs) So at least now I won't be as angry at you because I really thought you disliked it the whole time. I felt like I was
0: trying to convince (laughs) you it was a good movie. Well, and it's like it's like one of your favorites, right? Cause like, yeah, it is. So you you took you took personal offense.
1: <laughs> I was I was actually offended. I was like, why does he hate this movie? <laughs> and then at the end, you rated it higher than me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I've been mean. So now I can go back and yeah, rectify that. Maybe
0: I just voiced my critiques right at the start, and that was just not the the move.
1: I'm very sensitive. I, no, I think you're it was you're, that you're the sensibility. I, remember? Yes, I yeah no one else yeah. does i <laughs> let's just reference the the old episode or the um the bad episode yeah. the first mm-hmm. attempt constantly yeah. throughout this but um I, I it's because i texted you right before we recorded mm-hmm. last time and said did you like it and you said i have thoughts like in all caps <laughs> and i thought you were saying like like to me that that meant like i hate it
0: yeah i was going to have some hot take that was going to be
1: yeah, I thought you were going to... Tear it apart. ...shit all over it. Yeah.
0: But if you didn't know, Sense and Sensibility. It's a film, first of all. First and foremost.
1: God, we have to do I all know. this again. <laughs> oh, we have to go over the aspect <laughs> ratio again.
0: It was released in 1995, the year I was born.
1: The year I was born, too.
0: It was it was released... Let's see. December 4. I think we already did this math on the <laughs> but december 14th i was born on march 1st so a couple months i was i was like half a year old i don't know um
1: you were pre- you were like 10 months old sure this is this was released two weeks before oh, i was born oh. so it's like two weeks it's a little day. Older than
0: you. it okay. had a budget of 16 million which is great <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um and a worldwide box office of 134.5 million which is actually it's great it's a
1: smash it's a yeah. smash
0: uh runtime 2 hours 16 minutes um what did you think about the runtime? I forget if you said anything first <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i thought it was it's long it felt long it, it's long it felt it felt long, but I also didn't care because I wanted to live in the world forever. sure. I just wanted to listen to them talk in their beautiful British accents, <laughs> and I wanted to hear their funny quips with each other and i wanted i wanted um uh i, I just i wanted all the like stolen glances to last <laughs> forever
0: I, yeah I, di- I just feel like uh i I said this in the forgotten episode um <laughs>
1: everything we're about to say we said before
0: yeah. Yeah, um, but I think that they just talked better than us. Like we we've just become lazy. I think in how we we speak to one another. Yeah, I mean, they just I guess. talked with a little more. I don't know. They they made more. Uh, there were more idioms and.
1: Yeah, it's less like yeah. direct. It's much. They talk more, around um, things a bit, but. Yes, but you knew exactly what they were talking about, which I really yeah. enjoyed.
0: Rated PG. Not a single. I mean, it's it's rated. Uh, it's it's more family friendly than this podcast.
1: Yeah, we're explicit.
0: <laughs> we do. We have to put that down.
1: Because <laughs> I said I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, Tyler wanted um wanted to put beeps over every time we spore, and I I was yeah. like no.
0: Yeah, because. We-
1: are are you still against that?
0: No, no, I think I don't know. Like I've listened to podcasts that do it and li- and podcasts that don't. Sometimes the beeps make things funnier. Honestly,
1: I think um I've I think I've only ever listened to podcasts that don't. Yeah, but some podcasts that when they say something super dirty or like inappropriate, they'll yeah, just beep it just in case. Or this one podcast at a running joke, or one of them would say his address all the
0: time. And they were just, that's awesome. Uh, That might have to do with like if we actually had ads in our show, if we were actually like a a real podcast.
1: (laughs) Right. Right.
0: We're not. Sometimes they don't like to, um, like you can't swear 30 seconds before the ad or after it or say anything like explicit. So you got to be careful. (laughs) I know. So when we start getting ads, we got to, you know, keep that in mind. Can't if right, stop. Positive <laughs> thoughts,
2: know. we'll cut that out.
0: <laughs> um, we,
1: lo- we love Squarespace, isn't that all <laughs> podcast ads?
0: Yeah, Squarespace, we love uh, Hover, we love um,
1: Me HelloFresh.
0: Hello Fresh, we love it mm-hmm. all. I mean, uh, the whole mattress, pillow. yeah, the mattress, yeah, that
1: mattress. We listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: uh, Sense so and th- Sensibility. <laughs> And Sense Insensibility. What a what a film. Uh a film shot in one point eight five to one ratio.
1: Glad I got to hear that twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which ugh, now I'm now I have to go check my notes or something because I think it this is just full screen. No. Little black bars. It's little black bars.
1: I don't think it is little black bars. Or I is think it, it's
0: it's full screen. It's just a full screen. I think though. it's full screen. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think Chicago is the like Little black bars, yeah, top and bottom.
0: I think that's like one point three five to one. Yeah, but it stars Emma Thompson, a queen, Kate Winslet, great, Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman, and Greg Wise.
1: It sure does. It w- It's also written by Emma Thompson. Yes. Based off the Jane Austen book of the same name, mm-hmm. um, and directed by Ang Lee. Yeah. And it's Ang Lee's first English. Um language film mm-hmm. before he had done uh Chinese films, yeah, but then he went on to direct a bunch of cool shit,
0: yeah we had uh what what are life some of Pi. right yes,
1: um crouching tiger hidden dragon
2: mm-hmm.
1: i <laughs> there are more, <laughs> and I knew them last week,
2: yep,
0: very true,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Angley, um well, so. <laughs> First of all, he he apparently lived in London or like in England for 6 months before the movie shot to try to get a sense of um like British sense of humor. Okay. Which is funny to me cuz it's like what is the British sense of humor? Yeah. Um That's and
0: dry and mean. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and I I lived in London for a few months, no one talks to each other. I don't know how you're going to get their sense of humor. Everyone just keeps themselves unless you ask them a direct question. Yeah. No one will address you unless you're like, excuse me? No, you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Where is the train station? And then they will help you. Um. But he also said that it was weird working on an English set because the actors would come up to him and like give suggestions and stuff. Yeah. And uh, working on a Chinese set, he was like, they don't do that. Yeah. Like, they don't... <laughs>
0: Director's just kind of in charge.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's also probably different having Emma Thompson, who wrote it.
0: Yeah, I yeah I can imagine.
1: And Emma Thompson had spent, like, four years on the script um, and had written, like, 12 drafts of it. And so by the time they turned it in, she'd worked on it so much that, um, I think it's it was a Columbia Pictures, they were like, you should be in it. Yeah. Because it was originally supposed to be someone else. I think it was supposed to be Natasha Richardson. Okay. Do you don't... You know do you know not know who that is? Oh, not a
0: clue. I mean, I probably um, would.
1: Was married to Liam Neeson. Okay. Um, was the mom in the in um the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan?
0: Oh. Okay. Died
1: very young. Died in the early two thousands.
0: Oh wow. Do you know how much Emma Thompson was she did, was she a writer before this, or was she mostly just an actor? I feel like. No, I
1: think she does both. Okay. okay. I mean, she. Yeah, I-, I think she's always done both. She still writes stuff. Like, she wrote Nanny McPhee. Okay. And the second one. Sure. Nanny McPhee again.
0: Nanny McPhee, uh. Uh.
1: Nanny McPhee, here we go again.
0: Back to. Back to. Where did they live The I
1: orphanage. Know. I don't know.
0: Back to the orphanage? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't think it's an orphanage. <laughs> Nanny McPhee, too.
0: Electric back in the boogaloo. habit.
1: Electric blue. <laughs>
0: um rotten tomato score 98 which is very common for the films we do on this podcast yeah 98 99 that's all we've seen so far
1: well let's wait till we get to your movies
0: hell yeah <laughs> they
1: will probably also be 98 99
0: <laughs> yeah um actually oh god i've okay so spoilers for the forgotten episode at the end we talked about like Oh, like because you had you had picked a movie for next week, but the, you were like, mm-hmm. oh, should we do one of your movies?" And I was like, "No, let me think on it." Well, now I've had time to think on it. You know what I mean?
1: Well, now we. I mean, so what do we? We do? could, we could do your movie.
0: Okay, I mean, we can. W- I guess we'll get to it at the end. We can. We can. We can. Wait, discuss
1: wait. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what it is, and then we can beep it out. <laughs> and then at the end, you can reveal it, because I'll let you know if I want to watch it right now.
0: Uh, I was thinking. Uh,
1: okay, I'm into it.
0: Oh, it's so good. Okay. We're gonna cut all
1: of this out and then at the end reveal it. Perf. But when you say the title, bleep it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, I guess the um the logline for Sense and Sensibility is uh, rich Mister Dashwood dies, uh, leaving his second wife and her three daughters poor by the rules of inheritance the two eldest daughters are the title opposites so emma thompson and kate winslet are the sisters whom are the title opposites uh emma thompson being sense she's very bottled up (laughs) is that
1: yeah okay (laughs) bottled up emma thompson's very like um practical mm-hmm. and doesn't doesn't like to, you know, show her hand or play her emotion and she doesn't really see the point of doing so. Mm-hmm. So, she's sense um and Kate Winslet is sensibility because she is overtly emotional yeah. um and likes uh, she she I I feel like she's living in a romance novel like <laughs>
2: yeah. in
1: her mind she's like everything has to be super um like extra and like you're not in love unless you're professing your love on top of a rooftop yeah. sort of thing. Right. So she's the sensibility.
0: Yeah. And uh the one fun fact you have written down is that
1: Oh, I didn't <laughs> I just wanted to that was so I would remember that wasn't necessarily <laughs> what we need to say in fun facts. <laughs>
0: It's it's just funny that it's separate and like highlighted in yellow.
1: Oh, it's because I copied and yeah. pasted it from IMDb.
0: <laughs> Colonel Brandon is sixteen years older than Marianne Dashwood in the novel. In reality, Alan Rickman is twenty nine years older than Kate Winslet.
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay. Because so.
0: I mean, sixteen like, years is still pretty, pretty egregious, right?
1: Because I think in the um, Unheard episode, we. We were just like, oh wow, 29 years older, that's that's so much, mm-hmm. and we were kind of like gross, which by the way, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, looking this up, I was like, oh, he's supposed to be a lot older than her, like okay. in the book, yeah, and it wasn't as egregious. I did look up the ages, so the big complaint of the movie was that Emma Thompson was a lot older than she was supposed to be. Than mm-hmm. the character of Eleanor Dashwood, yeah, in the book, and in the book, Eleanor Dashwood is nineteen. Emma Thompson was thirty six when she played her, right? Um, and Marion Dashwood in the novel is sixteen. Kate Winslet was twenty, so
2: a little fair. A little
0: better, but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think it took away from anything. If it it probably actually made it a little more uh, convincing that she's this like quote-unquote old maid that I think they actually call her at one point yeah
1: they call her like a spinster and an old maid and it's like
0: when is she Maybe she's to be just like living 19. her
1: goddamn life
0: right but having her be 34 or 36 actually kind of made it seem like I I remember when I watched the movie I was like looking up all the actresses ages because I was like mm-hmm. trying to figure out or what age they would have been when they shot it because I I was like Emma Thompson seems a lot older than she's, like, kind of portraying herself as or, like, what it seems like she's supposed to be. But, yeah, I don't think... I think it was fine. I I didn't, like, see anything wrong with Emma... Especially because Emma Thompson nails it. (laughs)
2: Like,
1: Yeah, and, like, her character is supposed to be so reserved and mature and, like, Mm -hmm. basically a second mom to her two younger sisters. So I think it does make... A lot of sense that she's older and i think if you haven't read the book you don't question it and yeah it, who reads you know
0: <laughs> yeah geez books uh, my sisters no, definitely you. read this book but you know one in mm. a million i'd say <laughs> but yeah i think we can hop right into the plot i know you you're 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 on plot duty today because <laughs> we got to go through it and you looked up a little summary
1: I did. I also feel like we don't. We can. We can cut this up. But I feel like we don't need to go as in depth into the plot like we usually do. Just in general for Definitely. like going forward, I think we can just talk yeah. about things that that like caught our eye. Right. But it's hard to do.
0: <laughs> I know. I know because you want to talk about all of it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the movie starts with this <laughs> this old guy in a bed and he's dying. Yep. Um, and that's. That's Mr. Dashwood, and he, um, he is Emma Thompson uh, and Kate Winslet's dad. Mm-hmm. And he's talking with his son um, from a different marriage, from yes. his first marriage, saying like, listen, I only have um, 500 pounds a year for the girls, which is his wife and his three daughters, yeah. um, which is uh, apparently not a lot. And even by I need you old standards. Even my old old standards, yeah. And I need you to take care of them. And the son is like, of course, but also, what are you gonna say to your like to someone to, on their deathbed? <laughs> yeah, no, <literally.
0: laughs> right. don't think about it. <laughs>
1: I guess you could. Like, what are they gonna do?
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: they won't hold a grudge for long. <laughs> Cut that out.
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: I cut that out. I immediately regretted it. (laughs) Um, Okay, but so then he talks, so then the son, um, the dad dies and the son is talking with his wife and this is kind of like the opening montage where you get the like uh, opening credits Mm -hmm. and I loved this montage so much because it's him talking with his wife who's this like just obnoxious woman Yeah. about how he needs to give them, he was like, I think I'll just give them 10,000 pounds. And she's like, yeah, straight up. She she just keeps negotiating him down and convincing him not to do to do it. And by the end, he's like, well, I guess so. I guess we could do maybe like thirty pounds extra a year. <laughs> but the way it's shot is really like funny. I think it like keeps yeah. going back and forth of like her like counter negotiating him, and he just like fump like he folds. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, you're right. That is too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's very like she's very good at what she's doing <laughs> to him. And I have right. to imagine that's like their whole marriage.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Well it's also so the whole movie and I guess well, I guess the whole story, um, like relies on the idea that women can't make their own money. It has to be um inherited, but it's only inherited by marriage. So right. like
0: So you have to marry oh, up, essentially. You have to marry up if like, you want money.
1: Yeah. So when their dad dies, they get nothing because it go- all goes to the um, eldest son.
0: Like by law, like he the, like by the, law. I don't even think the dad could like choose to give it to the daughters.
1: Yeah, or his wife. All right. Um. So these four women have been living like
2: pretty very luxurious. nicely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Lifestyle. This also takes place in the like 1800s. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. Whatever. You get it. Yeah. I were talking (laughs) about
0: We're doing this again.
1: I'm so tired. (laughs) I've had just so much coffee today. (laughs) Anyway. Um what are what are we talking about?
0: Uh so the inheritance and all that. And the montage and the opening credits.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, just the beginning? Great. So (laughs) Oh, these women have been living this like super nice lifestyle. Their father dies and they immediately have nothing. Yeah. Like essentially nothing. They have 500 pounds a year um, to live on and no way to make money besides getting married. Right. And so their house automatically goes to their brother and his wife. Yeah. (laughs) And so they show up and are like, hey, here to take all your shit. And this is when Kate Winslet... I found her to be very funny, because she was refusing to talk to the wife. Mm-hmm. And she, and um, there's a point where Emma Thompson goes, like, "You haven't said a word to her since she's been here," and she goes, "Yes, I have. I say yes, and I say no when she asks me a direct question."
0: <laughs> yeah, she she's great. There's a there's a dinner scene that is like super awkward, and mm-hmm. Kate Winslet is just so. Standoffish and it's it's very funny.
1: Well and then she comes in at one point and sits down and just goes, Good morning, Fanny. And then that's all she says to her. Kind <laughs> of like a well look, I said more to, more to her. And it's great. Yeah. But so Fanny is like, hey, she's basically like trying to get them to move out of their house.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes, so yes. it's please leave now. Thank you.
1: Yeah, she's like, I own this now. Could you like could you leave? Yeah. Um. And she's like, my brother's coming. He's very handsome, which <laughs> is creepy of her. Yeah. And um, he's like the he's like the top bachelor in London. In, he has a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And they're like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> but then it turns out
1: it's you, Grant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why is she saying her brother's hot, and then it's you, Grant? You're like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I get it. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool.
1: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, so Hugh Grant shows up being all awkward and he and uh Emma Thompson hit it off immediately. Yeah. This was your critique is that you thought they they didn't show their relationship. They just like
0: Yeah, I well, I think they have good chemistry like right at the start and um and when they do have like scenes together and like emotional moments together. I think they're good. I just don't think we definitely don't get as much of their relationship shown to us like on screen as we do with Kate Winslet and uh Colonel Brandon, but also the the other guy whose name I forget because Willoughby. it's been 2 weeks. Yeah, Willoughby.
1: Do you think though that's like a a writing or like stylistic choice because like Eleanor's character doesn't show as much emotion in general, so we don't see as much of her.
0: Maybe like
1: relationship where like Kate Winslet or Marianne shows everything, so we see sure. everything.
0: Yeah, possibly, and it might also just been like like a writing choice in the sense of like we don't have time for it, and we don't necessarily have a need for it. Like I don't know how necessary those scenes would have been just for me i think it was like it's it's kind of common in those times in real life but also in those kinds of movies where like they're like immediately in love
1: <laughs> i don't even think it's that they're immediately in love i think it's like oh you guys had a nice conversation um you're going to get married
0: now. yeah yeah and and that's kind of how it was but also like that's kind of how movies Portray these things too, sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, there's just like a montage. Of- mm-hmm.
0: But I get That's it. You- I mean, Hugh Grant's yeah. pretty cute, and and so is Emma Thompson. And
1: the best falling in love montage, I think, is in uh, Trainwreck. Yeah. Do you see Trainwreck?
0: I saw it with you. You showed it to me.
1: Oh, I did. You did see it. I was there. We had pizza. Yeah. Um. My prayer Okay, I remember. Mm-hmm. But it's when because it's um Amy Schumer is like. A voiceover over the montage because it's kind of like making fun of rom coms in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and so it's just like a montage of them like going on dates and like making out and doing all this stuff. And she's like, "Oh my god, gross! Can you believe it?"
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was like, "That's great." <laughs> <laughs> there are there are no makeout scenes in this movie.
0: Nope. Like it's PG, but I. It's G. I could. I feel like they could have made a case for a G rating
1: that's my that is my biggest uh complaint of the movie that's my biggest critique,
0: yeah you, no make out right yeah get a little get a little get in there, you know what I mean yeah. when you gotta that's that's okay. what I always say <laughs> i think
2: <laughs> so what happens next okay but we. <laughs> We should
1: say that like the reason that um Eleanor like starts to like Edward Ferris. That's his name. Yes. That's Hugh Grant's name. Mm-hmm. Ferris. Mr. Ferris. Is that because is that he um so there's like the younger youngest sister who's probably like nine or ten. Adorable. Um, and, yes, her name's Margaret. And she is like not taking her dad's death well. Um And she's like hiding from Fanny, Mm -hmm. um, and he sees her hiding, and he like is really cute. And then he they end up hanging out,
2: Mm -hmm. sort of like in the yard a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then she's he says, "Well, so basically, um, Emma Thompson's like, thank you for being so nice to my youngest sister.'" And he was like, "Um, "Oh yeah, she's great. She's heading to China, and I am to go with her." As her servant, but only with the understanding that I will be treated very poorly. I think that line's really funny.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is.
1: <laughs> the movie is very funny. I think so. For like a period piece. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's because of Emma Thompson's writing. Yeah,
0: I think I think in a lot of ways it's like a rom com, because like it's it's almost in a lot of ways I feel like especially with Kate Winslet's. Uh, romances. I feel like it does poke fun at that a lot. Like like it plays into the tropes of like the romantic novel that it's based on, but I feel like it also goes goes beyond that to like kind of do a little commentary on it too.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, so anyway, Eleanor's like hanging out with Edward for like a week. Mm-hmm. And her family's like, when's the wedding? <laughs> and um, they find, he he basically is like, I, I have to leave, mm-hmm. but I'll visit you. And he like, he starts, there's this weird scene where they're like in a barn. yeah. And he's like, I have to tell you about my education. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he doesn't finish because I think they get interrupted.
0: Yeah, by Fanny.
1: Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fanny, the ultimate cocktail
0: Yeah. <laughs> right like like marriage block like
1: yeah exactly um and she so he leaves um to go see his mother in london and then the girls find this cottage um in the country owned by their father's cousin and he offers them like a really good deal and so they move there and basically it's it's like a sitcom like they move there and then they have these like nosy neighbors of like these kooky like characters the uh sir middleton and oh what's the woman's name
0: oh yeah mrs jennings yeah jennings god i hate her yeah she's the worst
1: who the, <laughs> she's just this like weird old lady who's like in everyone's business yeah. and she's like and they have like a million dogs.
0: Yes, right. And there are oh, we we um, there's like, Ang Lee directs this movie, in a way, that's very interesting. Like I feel like a lot of the shots are very, plain and normal and like, pretty standard. But then every once in a while, he just throws in like a crazy weird shot, and I like it. Keeps you on your toes, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a
1: yeah. Like like crane shots and weird like high angle mm-hmm.
0: a lot of high angle inside in in buildings like indoors high angle so it's like in the corner of the yeah, room yes so you see
1: like the whole yeah. room mm-hmm. um
0: a lot of the one of the, the shot of the dogs is like a handheld uh like high frame rate it's a rate.
1: weird steady cam shot yeah,
0: that follows <laughs> that the dogs it's sense. like an action shot of these dogs running by yeah um there's also when um when the littlest sister is hiding from fanny uh, there's, like, this, it's the shot of the Atlas, because she's really into, uh, maps, I don't know, and, um, mm-hmm. so she, uh, it's, like, a shot of the Atlas, right, and then you see her, like, just, like, the corner of her scurry across the top of the frame, like, under a table, but it's just like a really cool shot where like the focus is technically supposed to be the Atlas, but like you see her like tugga, 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 like <laughs> under the table. <laughs> it's very funny,
1: yeah, there's a lot of yeah, just interesting like, I don't know nuances mm-hmm. in this film, I would say so they go live in this cottage, yeah. it's kind of a shit show. They're hanging out and eating dinner with like Sir John and Mrs. Jennings all the time, and they like they. Yeah. Hate this woman, and she keeps. I don't know if you, I don't know if this happens with guys, but I have like older aunts or like older women in my life who every time I see them, they're like, "Who's the what boy are you looking at?" Like that sort of thing, and that's what Missus mm-hmm. Jennings is doing constantly. She's yeah. like, "Who's your boyfriend?" Yeah, to Eleanor, but it's like and even worse. Margaret lets it slip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Margaret lets it slip. Like his name, she she does have a guy she likes. His name begins with F. And so the Mrs. Jennings is constantly like, oh, who is this Mr.
0: F? Yes, yeah, this elusive Mr. F.
1: Elusive Mr. F. Yeah. But then they're like, okay, the most eligible bachelor in this rural village mm-hmm. is named Colonel Brandon. You have to meet him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's that's... got some baggage. He lost a girl he's got some ba- <laughs> a long time ago, but now he's a Colonel. He's also Alan Rickman. <laughs>
1: Also, basically, his baggage is like he's had a girlfriend before. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. A, a he
2: has love.
1: looked at another woman. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of baggage. You might not want it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Alan Rickman, and he sees Kate Winslet, and like like all of America, just falls in love with her.
0: Yeah. Well, she's playing the pianoforte. Um Yes. When he walks in for the first time and he doesn't he doesn't interrupt like he he just like walks in cuz they're all like they're like essentially at like a concert for her. Like she's just
1: playing in the living room and she's singing and it's really I liked mm-hmm. we should like drop in her, her singing cuz it was like a sweet. She was a good singer, but you can tell it's like Actually her. um yeah, you can tell it's her and it's probably I think it's live too. It doesn't sound like a recording yeah. they just added in.
0: Yeah. So that'll go. Here.
2: Good
1: song, <laughs> but anyway, they see um, C- Colonel Brandon walks in, Alan Rickman walks in, and looks like he's witnessing a miracle. Like, yeah, <laughs> love at first sight. He looks at this. By the way, he looks at this sixteen-year-old and is like, mm, yes,
0: yeah, essentially. <laughs> that's the one. What do you
1: think about it? It is creepy. Yeah. that's the one. <laughs> uh, Alan Rickman, what a what a king.
0: Yeah, honestly, looks great. Even though he's got he's got weird hair. He does
2: not.
0: <laughs> it's not great. Um but who's is really? Yeah, that's true. Uh well, Brad Pitt. Zac Efron. I... Zac Efron's got gray hair.
1: Not when it's bleached.
0: True. Yeah. Well, he's made bad decisions. I think his hair.
1: Haven't we all? <laughs> yeah. How, how...
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Are you still growing your hair out cuz of quarantine?
0: Yeah. It looks it looks real bad today because I like did physical labor and haven't showered yet. So I look like I look like a mess right now. I also have like bug bites on my forehead cuz I was swimming oh. yesterday. Um so like just my head was above water, so that's all that the that mm-hmm. the bugs could bite. That's all <laughs> that's all that was available <laughs> to them. So
1: You do have like shoulder length hair though right now. Uh yeah. Uh, Don't you like in, in the, the back. back
0: yeah, you- like the sides are definitely not I, I'm not look. I'm not like John Wick in it or anything, or you should. Alan Rickmaning, uh, well, like Snape. You know, I'm not doing any of that.
1: You should though.
0: John Wick, you think? I mean, it's an option. Mm-hmm. I have very straight hair, like very straight hair.
1: And, <laughs> and then you should murder people for killing your dog.
0: Yeah. It's
1: not. Isn't that the plot to John Wick? I'm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The first obviously.
1: One is, obviously, I have not seen it,
0: dude. That might be on the list.
1: Oh no! I feel like it'll be so violent. I'll hate it.
0: It it is very violent, but it's like, so it's like a B action movie that they take to the next level. Like they, they do. It's kind of like this, where like they take the tropes of the genre, but they like heighten it, and it's very like they're actually like genuinely good movies.
1: Should you write a think piece about why Sense and Sensibility and John Wick are the same?
0: (laughs) I think you could. I think one could.
1: I think you should. Maybe I will. Submit it to like Vulture.
2: You're right. <laughs> Good luck.
1: <laughs> Something no one is talking about. Yeah. Oh, so Colonel Brandon meets Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like automatically in love with her. She's like, Okay. We she's like we could hang. They like play rugby in the backyard.
0: Yeah, they have a good time, but I feel like she's just like he's a good friend.
1: <laughs> well, she's probably like, "Wow, this grandpa."
0: <laughs> True. Honestly.
1: He's he's old. Yeah. He's he's like a sugar daddy.
2: Yeah, a little bit. To
1: her. Yeah. Um and then they go home and there's a big package, like a big old box and Margaret opens it and it's the atlas mm-hmm. from their old house that um Edward sent to them with a note that's like sorry I can't come visit.
0: Yeah. Cuz that was the plan was he was going to bring the atlas but he was he was going to like deliver it personally so that he could like visit them at their new place.
1: Yeah, and so Eleanor is like upset but not letting it show.
0: Yeah, I feel like she does show a bit of emotion here. Where like she she can't control it like she tries to, Um, because she does have a moment where she like tears up and turns around and then and then she's fine but like she's obviously not happy about it.
1: Right, and so Marianne takes Margaret and it's like let's go for a walk, so that like she can feel her feelings Mm -hmm. essentially alone and (laughs) yeah, alone. And Margaret says. Um, it's going to rain, and Marianne says, No, it's not. And then Margaret says, You always say it's not gonna rain, and then it always does. Yeah. Um And then they're they're like walking up. By the way, they like go for a walk, but they go for like a fucking hike. Yeah. That's the other weird thing. They go like far yeah. and it starts pouring.
0: Right. Not a good and point. And Marianne's
1: acting like a child because she's sensibility. Yeah. And, and also she's a child. like <laughs> Yeah, you're. You know what? You're right. <laughs> she's a child. That's an excellent point. Um, she's like, let's see if we can, um, like find the sky. Like, there's a, there's a blue sky. Let's see if we can chase it. Yeah. And so she starts running in the rain down a hill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and she twists her ankle.
0: Yeah, in the moment, in the worst moment of uh, stunt action I've ever seen on screen.
1: <laughs> Was it? Was it worse than in Rear Window when, oh, he falls because mm, no. you told me that was the worst. last Yes,
0: yeah, no, you're right. Rear Window takes the cake because it's like bad pre CGI technology. <laughs> uh, but this in this one they didn't get a stunt double. It's actually Kate Winslet as far as I can tell, and uh, she just does like a little, a little, a little trip, a little on purpose trip yeah. <laughs> down this hill. It looks very on purpose and very not harmful to the body. Uh, but then she's got like a sprained ankle, like she is in a lot of pain, and asks her little sister go, go find someone, go go get someone, go get help.
1: There, she's like run and go get help, and she's like I'm not allowed to run. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> she's got the best li- like the little sister has the best lines in the movie.
1: If this was a play, I'd get cast as a little sister. Yeah. like I would get typecast <laughs> as a little sister. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Being oh. a brat in the corner, yeah, yelling a lot, yeah,
0: exactly. just yelling about your feelings, how you're feeling about what's happening.
1: No one talks to me. Yeah, it's like one of her lines. <laughs> um, we never talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she runs to get help. She almost gets like attacked by a horse. Yeah, in a
0: very dramatic scene, like a dr- very dramatic sequence. Uh, because I feel like she, ob- she like should have seen the horse coming based on like yeah
1: that horse was visible yeah
0: like cause cause they're like they're like making a 90 degree angle like she's running she's running straight forward he's coming like right at her from the side so like this horse should have been in view but it like Whoa, rears it and like they almost hit or the horse almost so, rolls her over
1: yeah and then this this man comes off the horse and goes to Kate Winslet and like feels up her ankle yeah
0: real gross I didn't like it at all like he yes, asked permission and everything, but I feel like there was a lot of tension there just immediately between them, and I didn't like it.
1: <laughs> he literally is just like, "Nope, your ankle is not broken." Uh, <laughs> that was that was too tense for Tyler.
0: <laughs> Kate Winslet, imme- i mean, she has the same moment that uh, Brandon had for her. It's like she she immediately falls for whoever this guy is in his He's big top hot. hat and and I don't know uh, headless horseman looking ass.
1: Gross sideburns.
0: Oh, with those <laughs> god-awful sideburns.
1: You had forgotten about I the had
0: forgotten about the sideburns. <laughs> They're so dumb.
1: They are pretty stupid. Yeah. So Yeah, and he basically like he carries her home. Yeah. And then there's like this very, like, funny scene of all the women being like, Ooh, "Who's this yeah.
0: man?" <laughs> they, they, I've wrote in my notes like they all have the hots for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Like the mom especially. Yeah. And he basically is like, "Her foot's not broken. I carried her. Blah 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 blah." My and um, oh, and here's the. <laughs> but i think in the last episode i could i was like Willa. so he he says his name is willoughby no i'm confusing scenes anyway his name's willoughby and he leaves um and he's like i'll come back tomorrow right. to, to check, check on, on the patient
0: which made me think he's actually a doctor definitely not a doctor
1: he's not a doctor um there there was no medicine but right. he he like Oh well, and then there's like there's a moment where she's like in her wet clothes, and Eleanor is like, "You should change," and she being like dramatic is like, "I never want to be out of these clothes that I saw Willoughby in." Blah blah blah. And Eleanor's like, "Well, you'll get a cold." And she was like, "I do not care because like my love will heal me." (laughs) And then she's like, "Yeah, but your nose will swell up, and um, your nose will swell up." And she goes like, "You're right. Let's change." Like
0: just Uh, a one eighty. (laughs) Which,
1: yeah. So I thought that was so funny. But then the next day, Colonel Brandon comes. He brings these beautiful flowers and is just like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we were doing (laughs) Halloween impressions. (laughs) I really, I wish I could do one. Um, He's like, "Um, how are you doing? That's bad. That's a bad
2: one. (laughs) Well,
0: what? Well, 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 Mister Potter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he's always like going somewhere, Potter,
0: Potter, Potter. (laughs)
1: Um, my voice is like three octaves too high.
0: (laughs) My my voice is probably one octave too high.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: His voice is insane.
1: It's like he's he he's like drinking a glass of milk Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) all the time,
1: (laughs) all constantly. (laughs) So he shows up. He brings her flowers, and she's like not interested because she's just like, "Oh, thanks." where's Willoughby, and then Willoughby shows up, and this is in in our in the other episode. I think I was like, he's like like a like a hipster Mm douchebag. Like that's like what Willoughby would be today. Like he'd be one of those like dicks that hangs out at coffee shops.
0: Yeah, he's read everything, right?
1: He always has a has a copy of uh, On the Road.
0: <laughs> In his bag.
1: Yeah, or no, just like on the table that yeah. he's sitting at so that when someone walks by, he's like, have you read it? Right.
0: He literally, yeah. uh, well, and that's the thing is like, Willoughby has that pocketbook of sh- is it Shakespeare, right?
1: Shakespeare sonnets. So yeah, so he shows up with wildflowers and is like, I thought you'd like, you know, like something wild, cause yeah. I get you. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, oh my god, I love wild Yeah, and then <laughs> and Colonel Brandon's just there, like I this dude, like, what the fuck do you think
0: you're doing? No, no, no. He leaves.
1: He leaves like pretty quickly.
0: No, because they meet when 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 uh, when uh, Rickman, uh, Brandon leaves, and they meet uh, Willoughby's walking up to the house. Remember.
1: No, I don't. Yeah, because when there's
0: like, a moment where uh, when does
1: he like eye him?
0: It must be later because like when be he uh, when they cross each, o- each other and like Willoughby starts walking up to the house, Brandon like turns around and see that w- sees Willoughby's wildflowers. He's been holding them behind his back while they were talking.
1: Oh, yeah, and
0: Brandon's. Well, I don't know Brandon what I was
1: talking about. I was just making up a scene in the movie. Well,
0: no, there there's definitely some. Uh, scenes where Brandon and uh, Willoughby are in the same room and they are. Things are.
1: Doesn't he say, like, I know when I'm not wanted? Is that later? That, yes,
0: yes, that is a line, but I think it's later. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. But so Willoughby comes in and he gives her the wildflowers. She's so excited. And then he notices that she's reading this book of Shakespeare sonnets and he like pulls out one, he pulls out the exact looks, same thing but like yeah tiny. like the
0: the binding and everything even looks identical it's just like this tiny little yeah it's
1: like it's the same thing um and she, he's like which one's your favorite and she's like 116 and then he recites it from yeah. memory and she is she melts <laughs> she yeah she yeah. swoons she's so excited <laughs>
0: um, i mentioned in the forgotten episode that the wildflower bit was definitely just him being lazy <laughs> I don't think he picked he, them. He literally just picked them on the way.
1: They're all weeds.
0: Yeah, right. And she's just like, and and he had to, he's like, ah, oh, how, how do I spin this? Ooh, ooh, ooh. They're wild. She's wild. Ooh, yeah. She's that's wild. Perfect.
1: Ooh, wild, wild flowers. He's the type of guy that would I'm like. I'm going to
0: sound so smart.
1: <laughs> he would be the guy that now, if you went on a date with him and went back to his apartment, he'd pull out his acoustic guitar and be like, let me play you some originals. Yeah. And that's the that's a guy you should stay away from. Yeah. Everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely not. Not interested. Yeah. I want to hear covers.
0: <laughs> Only with an electric Only. guitar.
1: <laughs> I want to hear Elton John covers and nothing else. <laughs> but so Willoughby and Marianne start. Hanging out constantly. And she's immediately infatuated with him. Mm-hmm. And this starts to cause like tension between Marianne and Eleanor because Ma- Eleanor's like, you shouldn't show your emotions. Like, you shouldn't um, like show all that you're feeling. And which is the same thing I said before. I just re- rephrased it. Mm-hmm. And Marianne's like, well, I'm like, I'm in love. Like, why wouldn't I show that? Yeah. Like, if I'm not showing it, showing it is it actually happening? Essentially. Oh, I wrote, I wrote down this thing that so they're talking about Brandon with Willoughby because they're like having a picnic as a family. Oh yeah. And this is like this is it, it's like again the equivalent of like today would be like if you're hanging out with a couple and they're just making out. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like only talking with each other, like it's very weird. But we're talking about Colonel Brandon, and Willoughby says he's the sort of man that all speak well of, but no one remembers to talk to.
2: That's terrible. And I was like,
1: oh, what a sick bird. Yeah. And then, so they hang out, and then he he goes up to her, and he's like, can can we talk alone tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Because I have. Something oh, oh, I want to sure. ask you in yeah. private, and she and... is
0: like, "Hell yes!"
1: <laughs> John Mulaney take yes, um, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs>
0: TM Jamalini. <generally. laughs>
1: no. um, and this is also after he like cut, uh, cut her hair and kept it.
0: Oh, so weird and gross! I hate it. <laughs> I hate it.
1: I don't get it. Like yeah. <laughs> here, like, have my hair. I don't know. Like, like a locket of your hair, right? Lock. Is that what it's called? I think it's just a lock. lock. It's a lock. You're right.
0: A locket. Got is, it. you could put a lock in, in a locket. In a locket.
1: You're, no, you're right. I'm done.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just so crazy. Like I get like the idea of it, like having a part I of them with don't. you all the time. Oh. Like that's the that's the idea. Is like you have a piece <laughs> but, of like, them with you. But...
1: but like, what if she was just like, here's a file of my blood. <laughs> <Right>. Wear it.
0: <laughs> no, I think that. That happened actually in a show.
1: No, Angelina Jolie and er, no, um, yeah, in Real
0: Life, yep, Billy yep, Bob yep, Thornton yep, yep. did that. Yep. Um. No, actually yeah, that was real life.
1: <laughs> Here's one of my baby teeth. I've made it into a ring. <laughs> I've put it in a ring. I want you to wear it all the time.
0: Every day. <laughs>
1: Here are all my toenail clippings.
0: <laughs> From my entire life. Yeah. Every single one.
1: I could I could get grosser. <laughs> um I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so he's like, I wanna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So she goes goes inside and it's like, bitches, I'm getting engaged. And her family is like so stoked, they're like e- ecstatic for her. And the next day yeah. they all go to church and she stays behind to get proposed to. Have a and when the family comes back, they Yes. When the family comes back, they're like, Oh my god, did it happen? Can you see inside? And then we just see from from outside into the house, we see Marianne walk past them crying.
0: Yeah, that that's one of the coolest shots in the in the movie, because there's a shot from indoors out the front door. So you can see the 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 two sisters uh and the mother approaching the door. And then mm-hmm. you see um Mary, Marianne. Yeah. Yeah, Marianne, Marianne, Kate Winslet. Uh, like essentially her silhouette because like it's kind of it's shadowed, uh, in that right? like it's a darker room because you're indoors obviously, and you just kind of like see her silhouette cross the frame, and and she's like obviously like crying and upset.
1: Yeah, and you can hear it too. She's like. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Um. And they go inside and they're talking to Willoughby and he's like, "I have to leave. I have to leave right now." Yeah. And they're like, "What's going on? Like, what happened?" And then eventually, he kind of gets fed up with answering their
0: questions (laughs) and just runs out. He sprints. (laughs) And we talked about this in the (laughs) Forgotten episode. I was just, I was hysterical talking about him just. He he's like, Yes, yes, I must go. And no bolts out this door and the well, youngest sister like, Willoughby,
1: come back <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: so funny.
1: I feel like he's answering their questions pretty like 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 calmly, and then out of nowhere he's just like, I'm not putting up with this shit anymore and like runs like, out. Like the an-
0: the anxiety was just like building in him, like just b- coming to a boil. <laughs> and then he's yeah. just like, I gotta go I gotta go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get yeah. it. Imagine talking, the girl that you basically were like, I'm going to propose tomorrow, and then you break <laughs> up with her. Instant. And then her whole family comes comes in and is like, what, what, did what is do? wrong with you? Like, what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, because they don't
0: even really know.
1: Yeah, I would bolt yeah. too.
0: I would get on um, my horse, too. I wouldn't too. be there
1: when the family got back. Yeah. <laughs> First mistake, yeah. Willoughby. Well... Maybe, maybe second. Yeah, the (laughs) sideburns.
0: Definitely number one. And (laughs) other
1: things. Um, but then it's this great scene where they're like trying to ask Marianne what happened. She refuses to tell them. She runs to her room and slams the door. Or no, they're trying. First, they're trying to talk to her, and they tell Margaret, "They're like, go make her tea." Yes. And she's like, "Fine." And then Marianne refuses to talk to them, and they're basically like, "Are you engaged? Are you engaged?" And Marianne doesn't um, answer, and so they think she is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I find weird. Yeah. They're like, they probably got engaged. Who knows why they're crying? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so then they they go upstairs. Uh, Marianne's in her room. The mom freaks out and goes to her room and slams for, the door.
0: Forget full reasons. Why why does the mother? I think she just feels just bad.
1: Yeah, about... for her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then Margaret tries to give the tea to Mary she refuses to answer. And so she gives it to Eleanor, Emma Thompson, and is like, she won't even answer the door.
2: And, and goes so, into her room.
1: <laughs> Margaret Yeah, slams her door. And then you can hear all three women like yeah. sobbing. And Emma Thompson just very slowly takes the tea, sits down, and just yeah. sips it as <clears throat> you just hear all of this crying in the background. And that's like an overhead yeah. shot too. Yeah, it's a- cool, of the stairs. And you can see all the like. Yeah, the doors. it's
0: a it's a great shot because it's so apparently this house is like three levels, because there's stairs and yeah. then they have their rooms and then there's another set of stairs. Maybe it's just like an attic or something. But um,
1: also this house is massive and they're all like it's a cottage, yeah,
0: right? Um, so uh, Eleanor sits on the stairs. She like there's no there's yeah. no like seating in this area because it's just and like, she
1: just like gives out a sigh.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> just like and she sips her tea. You can't even see her face because the angle. It's like, from behind. The cameraman her. was, like, standing on the stairs, yeah, like, higher up on the stairs, like, shooting yes. down. So it's yeah. it's very comical. It's very funny.
1: So we also forgot to mention that there's a, like, Willoughby wants to have, like, a picnic. This is before all this happened. Mm-hmm. Willoughby wants to have a picnic, and he invites the Dashwood ladies, and Marion's, like, <laughs> really mean to him and, like, kind of ignoring him. Oh, Brandon, Brandon, and, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon, my bad, Colonel Brandon, yeah. um, wants to have a picnic, did I say Willoughby?
2: Yes. Damn
1: it. Yeah. Uh, and he like, yeah, Marianne's being real mean to him, and she's like not answering him and kind of like avoiding looking at him, which I think is funny. Yeah. Um, and he and then he goes like, well, of course we'll invite Willoughby, and she, she's like, oh, great, we'll be there. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then at- what a what a dick move, just like not even looking at him. And then he he mentioned and he he like knows he you can like see him looking at her and like. Like almost rolling his eyes that he, she won't even like acknowledge him, and then he's like, "Well, he and is of an cor- adult." Yeah, and he gets it. <laughs> um, but and then he's like, "And of course I'll invite Mister Willoughby," and she like, <laughs> she like does like a double take. She like, <clears throat> like looks at him. She's like, "Great, <laughs> sweet, we'll be there."
2: We'll be
1: there, and then at the picnic that they invite everyone to, um, he's like he gets a he gets like a. Um, A message. He gets mail. Yeah, he gets mail, and um, he like gets on his horse and is like, "I must go now," and he leaves like immediately. So Willoughby yeah, he gone gets like and he gets
0: as excited as uh, Alan Rookman can get.
1: I don't think he's excited. Ex- I think Sorry, he's frantic. Yeah,
0: like like yeah, like excited in the like just like uh, kind of way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Willoughby and Colonel Brandon are gone now, and so. Marianne is is freaking depressed yeah. and she goes to um Middleton and Miss Jennings' house for dinner with the other girls. She still is refusing to talk about what happened with Willoughby, which is why Eleanor's like mm. concerned cuz she talks right. about everything. And Mrs. Jennings has invited over her daughter. Yeah. Um and <laughs> Her, her daughter, who's- um, uh,
0: Umbridge from Harry Potter.
1: Dolores Umbridge, yeah. Uh, and her husband, who is yeah. Hugh Laurie. So Umbridge yeah. and House Umbridge are and married. House. And Hugh Laurie <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. He's so mad. Like, that's just his, the only thing this character is giving up. He's just angry. He, like, is reading the paper and, eh, like, going, like, everything. eh. eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And understandably, his his wife and mother-in-law seem difficult to deal with. Yes
0: because they're the exact same person. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. And so they're there and they also brought this like this young lady mm-hmm. from London um who's Lucy Steele. Yes. Just um, a family
0: friend, I think, right?
1: A family friend, but in this in this synopsis I'm reading it says they bring with them the impoverished Lucy Steele. So I guess she's poor. Yeah, I remember um,
0: them saying something about her family not I yeah, I forget what happened to
1: her. Yeah. So she is like, I, I really need to talk to Miss Dashwood, Miss Dashwood. And that's that's Eleanor, which is Emma Thompson. And she's like talking to her during dinner, like before dinner. um, And they're like away from everyone. And she reveals that she has been dating Hugh Grant and they're engaged. They've been together for five years and they're engaged. And this is why I Secretly think Emma engaged. Thompson is such a secretly engaged because his family can't know, but he promised to marry her right. when they were students and that's why he said in the beginning of the movie he needed to talk about his education. Yeah. <laughs> um <coughs> uh and this is why Emma Thompson is such a star because she's playing this character that's so reserved and holds everything in, but yet you see, and and while she's doing that, you can see something like bubbling yeah. underneath and you can see like how How devastated she is when she hears this, but she's still keeping that like stiff upper lip. And it's, it happens a few times in the movie, but this time, like, it just, you can tell it like knocks the wind out of her, but she's still like standing up straight. Um, and so Lucy's like, Well, I know you guys are friends. He told me about you, that you guys are like really good friends and that you're such a great person, which is such a like, yeah, dick move. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, like, I just, I needed to confide in someone, so I wanted to confide in you. Right. And, oof. Um, And then, oh, and she shows her, like, the um handkerchief that she has that has Edward yeah. Ferris's initials in it, and he also gave a handkerchief to Eleanor.
0: Yeah. I and she's just like, oh. yeah, 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 I mean, makes a lot of sense. But uh, I feel like, with her, it was with Emma Thompson. Is actually more like for practical reasons. <laughs> like, oh,
1: because she was crying. Yeah, she just like she like, blew her nose she, like
0: wipes snot in it, and he's like, "You can keep it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that wouldn't fly in these corona days.
0: Yeah, well, she'd um, have to keep it.
1: Yeah, well, he would never give it to her. True. Sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't be that close. But right. Uh, so. Miss Oh, uh that Mrs. Jennings being like, sorry you're so depressed, uh Marianne and Eleanor, you're a spinster. Why don't you guys come to London with me? We'll we'll -hmm. bring my daughter and Miss Steele, Lucy, and we'll go hang out in London. We'll go to a ball, like I'll show I'll take you to society things. Yeah. And Marianne perks up immediately because Willoughby's in London.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it probably devastates Emma uh Eleanor because Edward is in London.
1: Yes, and she just found out he's a he's a snake.
0: Yeah. Can't trust nobody.
1: Um Exactly. So they go to London and Marion is writing to Willoughby like incessantly.
0: Yeah. Like every day.
1: Um and then while they're there they go to a ball and Willoughby's there. Mm-hmm. And but he, basically he, is he, like,
0: he shows up, not shows up halfway through, but like they don't, um, they don't know he's there. They don't know he's there until like, yeah, like halfway through. They like well, see him all, on the dance floor or something.
1: Yeah, they're all dancing and they do that weird dance where they have like their hands up and they like switch partners. Yeah. And when like, and Eleanor, um,
0: gets paired up with, with him. him yeah.
1: yeah. And she's like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Bet you're surprised to see me here. Yeah. And he's like, he is such a dick to uh, Marianne. He's basically like, sorry if I led you on, but no.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I'm dating a different person already.
1: I'm engaged. You're,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But I don't think they find that out. I Like, I don't think he tells them that. She just walks in and sees him with this other woman mm-hmm. and is devastated. And then they go home and she is <laughs> sobbing on the bed yeah. and like an insane amount and then Mrs. Jennings comes in and goes, oh, how are you <laughs> <laughs> Not good
0: yeah, not great uh, not great I think that's when I wrote down in my notes uh, can can Miss Jennings fuck off in all yeah, in all yeah. caps because uh, I was like, this woman just needs to Like, she, get out, get out, get out, get out of our business, (laughs) get out of our lives. We don't know you. (laughs) Really.
1: Well, and so then she tries, she tells, then she's the one that tells them he's engaged to this other woman and he's getting a dowry um, from her that's uh, 50,000 pounds, which would be $3 million in today's money. Yeah. Yeah. So, Marianne can't compete with that. Right. Obviously. And so um, Eleanor's basically like, we need to leave. But <laughs> there's a great scene. So so Fanny and um, back to the beginning, Fanny and her husband, the like the brother, um, they're in London. And the brother's like, this happened, Marianne. It's so sad. I guess we should invite them to stay with us for a few days. And she mm-hmm. automatically is like, oh, no, I already invited Miss Steele. We cannot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, she just makes it up. It's like, I already invited someone else. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and so they take in Miss Steele for a few days. Right. Then they go Oh, they go um No, is this one Edward visits? Yeah, it is because because okay, so Lucy is with Eleanor and she's talking so she thinks she can confide in Eleanor because Eleanor's the only one who knows about the secret right. love affair, but Eleanor is in love with Edward and it's this like a great love triangle. Yeah. Um and Edward comes in to see Eleanor. And she's like, yeah. "Oh, you know Miss Steele, of course," which is yeah. such a because he doesn't too. see
0: Miss Steele at at like when he walks in. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't even know she's there. <laughs> so he was about to like spill his guts to Eleanor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she she quickly like, uh, Miss Steele is here.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does it in such a calm way too that I feel like is yeah is like. Miss Steele's here, motherfucker.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um and so he's like, "Oh, in that great Hugh Grant way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like stammering. Uh, he, he probably oh, says, uh, right? Me.
0: Like like English people do. Right. Right, right, right.
1: Right. 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 Um and so then Miss Steele's like, "Weird that you didn't go to your sister's place cuz you know I'm staying yeah. with her." <laughs> and then they like they leave.
0: Yes, the two of them, Steele and Ferris.
1: Right. You know, super
0: um, awkward interaction,
1: right? And then, so I this might be out of order, but who cares? Yeah. Um, so Lucy's staying with the Edward's sister, um, Fanny, True. and they're like t- talking, and Fanny's like kind of taking her under her wing, and there's and Fanny's like, "Don't worry, you're going to meet a great man, and he won't care that you don't have a diary because you're just so sweet." Um and (laughs) this is maybe the best scene of the movie. Lucy's like Lucy's like, uh, well I have met a man and she's like, Oh, pray tell, like who?
0: And she whispers it in her ear, which is odd.
1: Yeah, in her ear that it's that it's her brother. And (laughs) Fanny freaks out. She stands up and screams and pushes um Lucy off the chair, which I found to be very funny because Lucy was holding (laughs) her dog. Um and I yeah. think they probably like cut and took the dog away, but then the dog's not like the dog's not there. <laughs>
0: like, right? Yeah.
1: It might be an, like an actual like filming era, but it like continuity error. But it's very yeah. funny. And then she pu- like pushes her out of her house by her nose. Like she pinches her nose and is like, "Get out!"
0: Yeah. It's it's also funny from a directoral standpoint because it goes from like a, a super uh, close up of the whispering in the ear, and then it immediately cuts to a wide. <laughs> like yeah, as the great. action is happening. So it's like, uh, it's like jarring both in what's happening and how it's like being directed. It's very funny.
1: It's it's so great. It, like <laughs> so then um oh yeah, so then Mrs. Jennings is talking about like she's like, Well, Marianne, I know you think your life is hard, but did you hear about Lucy? And conveys all of this yeah. to Lucy that they've had this secret engagement. And Marianne is just glaring at Eleanor because she's like, "You knew this is why you've been acting weird. You didn't tell me, like, what the hell?" Yeah. And they they basically talk, and she's like, "What was I supposed to do? I promised her I wouldn't say anything, and it wasn't going to mm-hmm. change." She's like, "My feelings about this and me being upset wasn't going to change what was right. happening." Um. And they were like, "But, but, um," Mrs. Jennings says, like there the mom is so mad that she's um deferring the fortune to the younger brother like she's taking away all of yeah. Edward's money and then Alan Rickman they see they see Alan Rickman and they're talking and she's like I think we need to get Marianne home because she's depressed about Willoughby and he's like listen <laughs> So you know how he, how he looked at a girl before? <laughs> so basically, he he tells them her, his whole backstory, which was that he was supposed to marry this woman, but she had no money, and so his parents freaked out and sent him to the military. And when he came back, the woman was gone, and he couldn't yeah. find her. And he looked for her for years, and when he finally found her, she uh, was dying and was like, Hey, I have a baby. I want you to take care of her. And he was like, oh, Yes, of course, which is very lame is. Um, that's like exactly <laughs> what happened to is. And then he like he took this girl like sent her to the to live with some farmers that were like good people and has basically paid yeah. for her life. And when he got that, um oh and then she went missing like yeah, eight months ago. Yeah, the girl. Now that she's like probably Marianne <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is creepy.
0: Oh God.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So she went missing, and he, the reason he left so hastily is because he got a note, like a letter, that they found her. Right. So when he went to London and found her, she was like nine months pregnant.
0: So yeah, now he's like a and grandpa, the f- essentially, <laughs> or he's gonna be.
1: And the father uh, is Willoughby, which
0: I. I had a hard time wrapping my head around the the like explanation of all this because this part is like the, the story of the, the, the lost love and then the daughter and then the daughter, the daughter's daughter or the daughter's child. I don't, I don't know what sex it was, but, um, and that, right. and that Willoughby was the father that kind of got lost on me in the explanation of it. Cause it's not shown. It's, it's told not that that's like a, uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't know it just I had to really focus in and like wait so what? what's what's going on with this situation and then I, I mean I finally figured it out by after his little monologue to Eleanor.
1: Right right well and it's like he basically says like this is why I didn't like Willoughby because I, I think he knew that they had been together but he didn't know like hmm. what was going on and that Willoughby was just marrying this woman because he would get all this money and then once he had that money, he wouldn't have to deal with the like pregnancy yeah. and the like his kid. Um, And so, but um, Brandon also says, I think that he truly d- did mm-hmm. love Marianne. I think he had every intention of marrying her, but all of this came out and he had to mm-hmm. like take care of it. So like, I don't know if that's going to help. And she's like, yeah, I think it will. Um, but she asks if he will escort them home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, I will do anything for Kate Winslet. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. But so they go. So this is probably this is probably like act three mm-hmm. of the movie. This is when we're getting into yeah. like the end of it. And so they go, they're on their way home, they stop at House and Umbridge's house.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and <laughs> there's like a real weird like like there's a scene they're holding. Okay, so house is holding this baby and it is yeah. screaming. It's his child, and it's his baby. And Umbridge is like, he's so good yeah. with her.
0: And he's holding. He's holding the baby at like 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 uh like a yeah, foot like away Simba. from him. Like like Rafiki with Simba.
1: Like an arms w- yeah arms length <laughs> like away. And she's like, he's a natural with babies. I <laughs> I was also like, they've been gone for so long. Like they just left their kid yeah. with the. <laughs> they're like, good dog. We'll be back. But. So Marianne is like, I'm gonna go for a walk. Yeah. And Eleanor's like, mm, It's gonna rain. You shouldn't. Yeah, well, she's like, You shouldn't. And she goes, I'll stay in the garden, I'll stay close. Oh, we also forgot to mention uh, that like Umbridge was talking about knowing Willoughby and they were like, Stop. And she was like, We can see his house from, from,
0: from the our hill. house, it's from like, up on the hill. It's
1: from the hill. It's um it's like a funny thing where she's like it's, you know, five miles away. And House is like, it's a mile.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Marianne's like, I'm just going to go for a walk. And so she, as she's leaving, it's the same as before where Eldenair goes, It's going to rain. She says, No, it's not. She goes, You always say it's not going to rain. And then it always does. And so she goes um, for a walk. And it starts pouring, and she's, it's oh, it's like the most heartbreaking and I think beautiful scene. Is she's staring at Willoughby's house mm-hmm. and she recites the sonnet 116, which is what the, he read to her, like her favorite sonnet.
0: Yeah. Um, you said in the Forgotten Episode that, like, it could have been a really cheesy scene or, like, a really awkward yeah. scene to have someone reciting a poem, essentially, like, just monologuing to the camera. I mean, she's not looking directly in the lens or anything, but it's just, like, <laughs> a shot of her face in the rain yeah. as she stares at this house. But you said, like, because of how good Kate Winslet is and... and
1: Yeah, and the direction, I would say. But, yeah. I mean, it's it's so good, like because also at the end she just says willoughby a bunch like she's like kind of calling for like out to him mm-hmm. and she's just such a great actress that it's like it could be this very melodramatic like annoying scene but i think it's really like um like poignant and and really gets you and you're like oh she she really loved this guy and and since the heartbreak she's kind of been acting reserved mm-hmm. when before she was so like out there with her emotions, and yeah. finally, let, like seeing her let it out, and it's really nice. Yeah. But then, like you cut back to the house, and Eleanor is like, "Where is she?" It's storming, and so she essentially doesn't come back for like hours. I think we can assume. Yeah. And so Willoughby gets on his horse and goes and looks for her. Not Brandon. God damn it!
0: <laughs> and he essentially all
1: men look the same. <laughs> way.
0: It's a well. You gotta look for the sideburns, like the that's, sideburns. Yeah, that's yeah. As a differentiating factor.
1: Well, one has a white horse and one has a brown horse.
0: Oh, symbolism. (laughs) Probably not. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, Brandon essentially does the exact same thing that Wilby did where he goes and finds her in the rain, picks her up and carries her home. (laughs) But this time- Yeah, and there's
1: like- She's very sick. There's like a little- Yeah, she's really sick. But there's like a little scene where House is like- uh, He's like, don't worry, Willoughby will find her. I bet we all can guess where she is, mm-hmm. kind of being like, not Willoughby. Oh, Brandon will find her. We all know where she is. Yeah. And he's saying he's she's probably looking at Willoughby's house. Um so yeah, Colonel Brandon brings her home and she is super sick. Yeah. Um, and so House calls a doctor who says she has an infectious fever, and he <laughs> says, You should get the baby out of the house. And uh <laughs> <laughs> what's her Umbrage just screams. She goes, my baby, and like runs through the grand hall. It's very funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and House stays completely still. Like, yeah, stone- he doesn't give a shit. Stone cold.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care. Um, but so they they leave, mm-hmm. and there's a really sweet scene scene with um House and Emma Thompson where he's like, I'm I think you're a great person and I'm very fond of your family, and I'm really hoping Marianne will pull through. And then I read that there was a scene, a cut scene mm-hmm. where they kiss.
0: House and yeah Emma Thompson
1: isn't that crazy?
0: Is it consensual from Eleanor's
1: side? I have no idea. I just saw there was like they cut it because they thought it was it was like unnecessary and didn't fit like Jane Austen times. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's bananas. I know. That yeah, that would have thrown me off guard. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: They're just out of nowhere. They're just making out and they cut away and never explain it. Yeah.
0: Cause like that's one of the house's like last scenes. Like we don't see them very often.
1: Yeah, we don't see him again, I don't think. Oh, we see him at at the very end. Yeah. Um but so Marianne gets so sick that they think she's she's gonna die. Yeah. And she and she is hella sick. And they even like they like bleed her.
0: Bloodletting. Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) There was no medicine. Right. Um and I would say there was no medicine until like 2002. Um, I'd say so. And you can fact check me because I'm right. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. And this is when Alan Rickman, just being the sweetest guy, yeah. is like pacing back and forth in this house. He's so worried. And he goes up to eleanor and is like what can i do and she was like i think she'd be more relaxed if my mom was here and he's like of course
0: yeah he's like the way way he says it it's like why didn't i think of that god yeah
1: exactly he's like god damn it i should have been more thoughtful yeah he's like the most thoughtful man (laughs) in this thing (laughs)
0: um yeah i've i i love alan rickman in in the whole movie but especially in this scene because he's just so distraught he's like I just wanna help her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can I do?
1: <laughs> oh, we also forgot in that scene, okay, in the scene earlier when they're still in London when he's talking about like Willoughby like knocking up his daughter essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he also is like, I heard about that Edwards like lost his fortune and was engaged to Miss Steele. I own a parish. Like I'll you I'll give it to him to run.
0: Right. And she's like, "Should't you tell him about that??" And he's
2: like, I "Y Yeah, think and he's like it'd be better
1: come from you." And so she has to tell him, yeah, like, look, you and your white like new wife can go live on this parish,
2: yeah, because there's an also
1: a, yes, it's really awkward because there's also a scene in the beginning where, um Eleanor, it's like when they're falling in they're falling in love montage mm-hmm. where um he's being like i i want to I want to run a parish, I want to be a pastor." my mom doesn't think it's important enough. Yeah. Um and he's like I'm going in. All I can do is inherit my fortune. And then Eleanor says, "At least you can inherit your fortune. I can't even earn mine." Yeah. Which is like Woo. the thesis statement of the film and and she's so great. Right. But anyway, uh Marianne's real sick and we finally see Eleanor like lose it. Like she cries and it's just yeah. like please don't leave me and it's it's so it it got me.
0: Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I the the acting here is is pretty insane. It, cuz it's kind of it reminds me of like a play, m- like a monologue from a play. Cuz there's yeah. no one else on on stage. <laughs> uh like that. cuz the doctor is asleep, I think.
1: Yeah, the doctor is asleep in the corner. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then he's uh, just
1: kind of like prepare yourself and then he falls asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's very blunt and, yeah. <laughs> about how like Marianne's definitely probably going to die. Um yeah, yeah. And Marianne is obviously like Asleep slash comatose, and yes. and so it's essentially Eleanor alone, quote unquote, on stage, just like monologuing about how she can't do this without you, Marianne, and just weeping, <laughs> and yeah, it's very good.
1: So then the next morning they wake up and Marianne's like fever has broken, and mm-hmm. so she starts to like recover, um, and then she like does recover, yeah, uh, and they go home. And we see Marianne now is like hanging out with Willoughby, not Will. God damn it, with <laughs> Colonel Brandon.
2: Yeah.
1: Willoughby is way more fun to say with yeah. Colonel Brandon, and he's like he's reading to her, and she's just listening. And and um, there's a there's a he says like I have to leave, and she's like, but I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, no, and she's really like upset, and it's like cute, like it's, yeah. she's like kind of learned not learned but she's like kind of starting to fall for him because he is like the stable
0: yeah and i think i i said in the forgotten episode she says yeah in that in that one scene where he's reading to her he's like i gotta go she's like um but i'll see you tomorrow right and he's like yeah definitely and she's like she's like happy about it she's like cool (laughs) <laughs> and i was like he's he, i i could imagine him like walking walking away and being like yes <laughs> like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like so excited
1: <laughs> well and then like the next or later that day or the next day they walk in and there's a piano in like he bought her a piano and had it delivered and that's why he had to leave was to go buy her a piano (laughs) and it's really sweet and he like leaves her sheet music and is like i'll be here by this time tomorrow i hope you can learn it yeah and it's cute well
0: because isn't it a duet i think it's a duet duet. because uh earlier in the movie uh they were because brandon's into music too like he plays Yeah, yeah he sings everything um and someone's like oh we need to hear a duet from marianne and brandon and she immediately strikes it down and is like um i don't know any duets and it's like real (laughs) awkward yeah yeah yeah. um so he he sends he sends her a piano and also in like maybe a passive aggressive move sends her a duet
1: but it's it's so cute
0: but yeah i mean
1: Well, so then they're all sitting at the table, and they're like, butler comes in, and he's like, putting wood on the fire, and he's just like, oh, I saw the new Mrs. Ferris. Like, they just got married. They moved, like, blah, 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 blah. And he, like, Eleanor, it's that same thing where her heart is clearly, like,
2: breaking. breaking. Yeah.
1: And it's, oh, But she's, like, trying to keep, like, a strong, like, front. And so later, they come home, and Edward's there. Yeah. Or he should like knocks on the door. And shows uh, yeah, him.
2: I
0: think he shows up,
1: and they're talking, and it's Hugh Grant being just so gar- garsh darn um, charming. Yeah, and he's just like the mom is like, so how how is Mrs. Ferris? And he thinks they're talking about his mom, and so he <laughs> answers about his mom, and they're like, no, I mean the new like like your wife. And he's like, oh, yeah. Did you not hear that? Like. Lucy you married know? my brother because he had the money. Instead, and which always confused me because I was like, why was, why didn't the fortune get like removed from Robert once he was gonna marry Miss Steele? But I guess it's because where else would it go, right? <laughs> um, and um, the once they hear that, <laughs> Marianne and the mom are like, Margaret, let's leave, like let's let them down,
2: yeah.
0: Because, uh, well, does she, I think she breaks down before they leave, right?
1: No, no, it's after.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, yeah. You're so. right. You're right. You're right.
1: Because they're talking and he's, oh, and because um, cause isn't it right when he says like my heart will like has and will always be yours and then she just starts sobbing.
0: I can't remember now. It's been so long.
1: It's been so long since we watched this movie, Jesus Christ. Cuz
0: cuz it either happens right there or it happens before the the mom and them leave because like once it's like I feel like once it's revealed that he's yeah, cuz she says cuz Eleanor, the first thing Eleanor says in this conversation, cuz it's like a group mm-hmm. conversation between all the ladies and him, um the first thing Eleanor says is like so you're single and he's like yeah. And then she breaks down and turns away, and just starts sobbing. And then I think the the mom this and the two sisters like book out of there. They're like, "We're okay, go 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 go." <laughs> and and I think Ferris has to start the conversation, like the private while conversation while she's sobbing. He's like, and he's like, um, so um. <laughs> Can we? Well,
1: and she's she is also sobbing in the most intense funny way. She's like, um,
0: it is violent, like it is. It is
1: so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder what is the thing she, what is the line he says?
0: Oh, the Did famous re- line. Yeah. Uh, I've so the famous line is, "I've come here with no expectations, only to profess now that I am at liberty to do so." That my heart is and always will be yours. And he gets he there's a pregnant pause between yeah. will be and yours. <laughs> and always will be yours.
1: Yours. <laughs> and I will say that when I was watching it, when he paused, I said yours with him. <laughs> because I love this movie so much. And I like, I got so excited. Cause I just I just want Eleanor to be happy. And I was <laughs> I like yeah. I was I was like tearing up a little bit. I was like, Will be yours. Um, and then they, well, and then they cut. They do. Oh, they cut to um outside with like yeah the, the three ladies, and they're like, um, what's going on? What's going on? And Marianne's like, climb up into your treehouse, Margaret, and look in the window. So Margaret does it, and she's like, she's like, he's by your side. He's kneeling. <laughs> he's kneeling. And so they get engaged, and it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um but then it's like a smash cut to a wedding, right?
1: Yeah, it's a smash cut to the wedding and it makes it seem like it's going to be um Eleanor and Edward's wedding and then Marian and Brandon um, Brandon come out and it's cute besides the fact that he's 30 years older than her. <laughs> and it's very sweet they're married. It's it looks real cute. We see that um that Eleanor and Edward are still together. They're like holding hands and it's really cute.
2: Does she have a ring? And
1: yeah, I think she does. So I think we're supposed to believe married. that she already yeah. got married, and this is yeah. But then we cut, and we see Willoughby looking yeah. at them, like kind of from regularly. the hill. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's like, oh, and rides yeah, away. Yeah, because
1: he married for
0: married for money, money and all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was so when Edward. So I forgot when I uh, I wrote down when Edward shows up at the end before he reveals that he's not married, he doesn't have a ring on. And I wrote in my notes I was like no ring, no ring, no ring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like cuz by the end of it I was like I was writing in all caps and just cuz like I feel like the ending is very like the the last like 20 minutes of this movie are very stressful until they're not, like until everything is resolved. Cuz like yeah. No one no one's really happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just kind of like, they all kind of figure it out right at right at the end, and and it's right. and it's good.
1: It's it's great. Also, okay. So if you think like filming things, so the scene where like the first scene when she's running in the rain and uh, when Marianne is running in the rain and sprains her ankle, yeah, um, they did that forty five times. They had forty five takes, oh. which. Which is too many takes. Yes. If you're wondering. Yeah. And she uh Kate like got hypothermia from it.
2: Good
0: lord. Yeah. And so like and uh fiction mirrors reality.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and then the scene the end scene we were just talking about where she cries, Emma Thompson, when they did it in rehearsal, did not cry that aggressively. Or like, um, you know, that it's uh if you don't watch this movie, which by the like why are you listening? But uh but <laughs> just watch that scene cuz it is perfect.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: But so they didn't so Hugh Grant didn't know mm-hmm. that she was going to do that and his face, he there's like a moment where he he looks shocked and concerned, seems like a moment where he's going to laugh and then he pulls it together.
2: Yeah.
1: And it is beautiful and yeah. it's like a 10 second of just his face and you're like this guy has no clue what's
0: going on and no no clue what to do next because like yes. he's like how do I
1: he's like I just want to tell you I love you but also like you gotta calm acting- down first dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude calm down so we can get engaged yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I get this is I I have a feeling this is a happy cry but like we gotta but you
1: are losing it yeah. so by the end <laughs> So by the end of the film, you know, Eleanor learns that she can like like if she shows her emotions, she she isn't going to crumble and people aren't going to like like respect her less. Right. Um and that she like she learns that she's safe to kind of show her emotions and Marianne learns that she doesn't need like her to be in love with someone, it doesn't need to be so um Excellent. chaotic. And extreme and like emotive, yeah. Like you, I, I, feel could like be. it's both
0: of them just coming from their extremes towards the middle. To
1: yeah, towards the middle. Yeah, or to like m- you know yeah, meeting the other one halfway, I guess. Yeah. But the, so the movie was nominated for seven Oscars. Mm-hmm. It w- only won one, which it won best adapted screenplay for Emma Thompson, which million percent deserved.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I was, uh, like if it if it was gonna win one of the seven, I think it was should have been screenplay.
1: yeah. But it was nominated for Best Picture, yeah. um, which Braveheart won. Oh, because the story I told in the 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 Forgotten episode is that, <laughs> yeah. uh, this movie, I was in film class with Mitchell, who's our professor, who's like um the uh, best, but also nuts.
0: He's crazy, and I love him.
1: He's cr- he's crazy, and I love him. That's a, yeah, that's it. Um, and he the first day of class went around as everyone what year they were born. He said what won Best Picture and what should have won, <laughs> and I said 1995, and he went. Uh, Braveheart should have been Sense and Sensibility, and I I love Sense and Sensibility. And then we were friends <laughs> yep. ever since then. Yep. He was like, "Good, it's perfect." <laughs> <laughs> and I also watched this movie because my English teacher, who I love dearly, we would do. There was like a film class that you could take over the summer, and I was a nerd, and I took it every year with her because <laughs> I love her, and we'd always watch this movie. Heck yeah! So shout out to her. Um, but so it was nominated for best picture. Best Actress in a Leading Role for Emma Thompson, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Kate Winslet, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, and Best Music Original Dramatic Score.
0: Uh, best Music um, because it was uh, Sir Patrick Doyle doing the music. Yeah. Yeah. A Sir. A Sir. Look at that. And, and the music is, I mean, the music is great. It's very, yeah. I feel like it's very, like it's almost not noticeable a lot of the time.
1: Which I think is good. It like blends in really nicely.
0: Yeah. It blends into and, what's happening. Like yeah. it blends into the scene. Uh, so do you want to get into some of your uh, your reviews?
1: Reviews and then we'll, well, then we'll do our reviews? Okay. Absolutely. So here is a review from the first two are from what's it called? Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. God, it's been so long. Okay. It says Aldo M posted on February 11th, 2016. As usual for Anne Angley, the landscapes and outdoors are gorgeous. Everything else is unwatchable, in the same way as the book of the same title from Jane Austen is unreadable. Probably these things were interesting for English upper-class ladies of a contemporary Jane Austen, but as I try to watch or read this kind of things, I can't help but thank God I live in a country where dukes, barons, earls, and the like do not exist by law. This movie is worse than boring." It is about nothing interesting a discussion about weather would be more interesting and deep. Hugh Grant confirms to me to be or having been one of the worst and most disagreeable actor I know <sighs> that, which
0: <laughs> there's so he says a discussion about weather would be more interesting. they uh, talk about weather all the time, <laughs> which is yeah, it's like which is funny because the, the the littlest sister they keep telling her throughout the movie like you 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 tell everyone everything and it's like well what am i supposed to talk about and she's like they're like why don't you just talk about the weather or something yeah <laughs> and yeah. then at the end at the end when hugh grant shows up and it's real awkward uh, the the little girl she's like the weather's been pretty good and yeah oh it <laughs> hasn't like,
1: rained yeah hits her and he goes oh yeah the um road was dry yeah because
0: <laughs> so he's weird. so awkward um and and Mar- also... Marianne hits the the uh, Margaret, and she's like, "What yeah, you she... told me?" Uh, she's like, "I literally you told she's me like, to I'm talk about trying
2: weather my weather." Best.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also feel like this is such a like I'll, Aldo. I feel like I don't know. To me, it seems like such a male perspective of like. <laughs>
0: Well, and he's like... like it's
1: not about anything. It's like, well, it's about like the very real things that were happening to women who had no control or choice in their life and, and everything was determined by the men. Yeah. And it's, it's like this heartbreaking story about like... Like nothing bad that happens is their fault.
2: Yeah.
1: They just they just are all like, you know, uh, like side effects of like the men's decisions.
0: Right. Well, and it's about how they're trying to find... They're trying to find love when the, the culture and community is telling them to find money, essentially. They're-
1: right, and I think all of Jane Austen's books are like like boiled down to um, like marrying for love versus marrying for wealth mm-hmm. and like what that means. And, and I think like, I, I don't know, it's just the very like, it's just the inner lives of women and like the inner thoughts. I think it's great. Yeah. So fuck you, Aldo. Yeah.
0: Also, he says like, uh, uh, "Thank God I live in a country where dukes, barons, earls, and the like do not exist by." And there's a comma that uh, do not exist, comma by law. (laughs) It's like
1: yeah. All right, calm down. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we get it. You're free.
1: We we get it. You you don't like um, period pieces. Okay, so here's another one that I did not write down who wrote it, but it's from January 10th, 2013. Um, the first half is very boring, but until the end, it gets better. And given the source material, they did their best. Well,
0: short, short, sweet, and to the point, I'd say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought...
0: <laughs> I, we get the gist of how he felt.
1: They did their best. <laughs> okay, so here's an actual review from December 1995, which is the month I was born, um, from Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune, so this is, the the review that came out when the movie did. Okay. What a pleasure it is. The hills are green. The talk is crisp. The people funny and full-blooded. And as Lee and Thompson tell us Austin's story of beleaguered Mrs. Dashwood, and her three daughters, sensible Eleanor, romantic Marianne, and the child Margaret, the movie spins us through the country, manor, sight, and sounds of 19th century Britain, recreated today in Devon, Salisbury, and Somerset. They give us a fictional realm in which everything has been carefully imagined, immaculately placed. Entering this movie's special world is like settling down in the country for a long weekend, but it's no complacent holiday, unmarked by storms and strife. The emotions range far. Our companions, uh, <laughs> our companions, a group of passionately interesting, amusing or deliciously dislikable folks absorb or delight us. Like all great novelists, Jane Austen catches us catches life in the round, and the film does as well.
0: Well said, as always. Yeah,
1: It's, it's hard to read. <laughs>
0: yeah I I agree yeah I I agree with uh, what Michael has to say I think it, I do too. it does thanks Mike yeah thanks Mike I think it does a really good job of portraying the time and the people and the what these people had to do to climb the social ladder in, in, in and do it in such a a weird way like that we don't like that we don't do anymore? Really? I mean, I guess it does kind of happen still, but like it's not the norm where it was back then. And uh yeah, it's just an interesting time.
1: Yeah. And I I really like how the movie despite being about um women who have no you know real real choice in their lives, it shows these female characters that are like um smart and and nuanced and dynamic and um i think still have agency about their like emotions and and decisions to, you know to the best of their ability yeah. and i think I, I mean i i clearly i love this movie and i don't like period pieces which we talked about before but i like i'm not going to watch pride and prejudice um yeah but this movie i it feels so current mhm um and it's so funny and it's very it's sharp and i think it's just a delight to watch especially cuz the the acting is so great
2: yeah
0: um i think we mentioned in the uh forgotten episode <laughs> that uh it reminded me a lot of little women
1: yeah for sure
0: especially the modernity of it like how it it feels i mean it's a period piece obviously um but it just feels very contemporary in its ideas and and there's a lot of story elements that are very similar like one of the sisters getting sick uh one of the sisters being very reserved versus one of the sisters being very uh emotional the little sister yeah. just being adorable you know like there's a lot
1: <laughs> I love Little Women. Yeah. I don't know I I feel like I like this one better. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Little Women was like my favorite movie of the year. I cried so hard. I cried like an insane person.
0: Yeah, yeah. It in the was, theater. Uh, yeah, the way, the way it, because it's split up. It's like cut up, right? Which a lot of people don't
1: like. I by loved the way. it. It. I loved it too. I thought it was so smart, but a lot of people really did, thought it was confusing. I thought it was like a brilliant way to tell that story. Yeah. Um, Greta Gerwig should have gotten an Oscar nomination.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, and we
2: talked the, on the, the
1: Irishmen suck what
0: yeah uh the um we talked on the forgotten episode about uh Greta Gerwig specifically because of how she treat she treated uh Lady Bird like a period piece remember we were talking about that
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: which was just because so cool it was
1: set in like 2003 yeah
0: yeah so she, so she treated considered it, it to be a period piece so she treated it like one like she had um like she thought about it in that way where like not everything was ex- from 2003 exactly like the songs on the radio weren't all like to, to 2003's top 50 you know what i mean it was like songs from the late 90s or like classic rock like it didn't have to be and like not all the cars on the road were from 2003 there were like 80s you know cars and 90s cars and it was just really cool uh her comparing because because in the interview they're talking about how like um because it was an interview with uh Greta Gerwig and Ryan Johnson my boy um and Ryan Johnson is doing the interviewing like he's interviewing her and he ta- he yeah. talks about the differences between doing Lady Bird and doing Little Women afterwards and she then kind of flips it and says, no, I, they're actually really the same, Like, because I treated them both like a period piece, and she talks about the, their similarities, and it's very cool.
1: It's just... Yeah. yeah. I, I love Little Woman. We'll do that on the podcast. Yeah, heck yeah. So, how many Oscars would you give it?
0: What did I say? I don't want to be inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think I'd give it like... <sighs> like an eight five i do a lot of fives but it's because i'm indecisive do i give it an eight do i give it a nine i'll just give it an eight five
1: i think you i think you gave it like a nine five. Oh, really yeah because i think i gave it like an like an eight five or something because oh. you definitely rated it higher than me because that's when i realized you liked
2: yeah. it
0: <laughs> huh i don't know i thought i mean i, I think it's I think it's very good. I think it's very solid. It's not one that I watch like over and over because I don't like because it's not like personally relatable. Like it's relatable in like an empathetic sense. Like I can, like I can get it. I can like understand it. But I'm not like.
1: It's very funny how much you're backtracking because the the joke in the episode we recorded was I kept being like oh because it's about (laughs) women you don't get it and so now you're being very like I understand (laughs) I can I am. I I know I'm not a woman, but I, I like women and I <laughs> and I'm sorry for being mean. But that was very funny.
0: But uh but yeah. What would you get it?
1: You know, I I really I really love this movie and um thinking about it, there's not really anything I don't like. I know I said it's a little long, but uh, I think all movies are too long, and yeah. um, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten.
0: Heck yeah, first one of the first one of the the run.
1: Yeah, and of all of the movies we've watched, I've enjoyed this one the most.
0: Okay, good. Well, then that adds up.
1: Yeah. Also, I was listening to a podcast and someone was saying like they were watching all of the Best Picture winners. Um, and they were like, "But that's a bad idea. What you should actually do is watch all of the winners of the writing categories, because ah. then you'll actually watch good movies." And I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, like, just
0: re- watch all the like best people.
1: Yeah, I'd rather watch this than like Braveheart.
0: Right. Yeah. You know. No, I think that's a good idea. I think we can probably skip like what we're watching this week, just to keep it sweet. I know you you actually have to go here pretty soon. Um but so next week yeah, we were yeah. gonna watch the graduate. Uh-huh. But that was because I wanted an extra week to think about like what movie I wanted to for us to watch.
1: So we're gonna watch one of Tyler's movies. Yeah.
0: And so I decided so since since we recorded the Forgotten episode, I've thought about it a lot. And uh so um I'm not going to go straight in for like a really pop, corny, fun, Star Wars-y movie. I'm going to do one that is like a modern, like a super modern movie. I think this one's 2016. Uh, But one that I adore. (laughs) Like, when we get to the review on this one, I will be giving it a 10 out of 10. (laughs) Because it is...
1: Well, now no one's going to (laughs) listen.
0: I think it's so good. And um, I know that a lot of people didn't see it. Uh, It was actually on Netflix for a little while, but it is no longer. Um, I will, here, let me look to see what it's on. By the way, the name of the movie is Sing Street. (laughs) Woo! Sing Street. It is a 2016 movie, uh, but it's based in the 80s. um, And it's about a boy who goes to Catholic school. He hates it there. And he meets this girl across the street from his school. And he says, hey, cute girl, do you want to be in a, a music video for my band? And she's like, sure. And he walks back across the street to his friend and says, hey, we need to start a band. <laughs> and <laughs> that's kind of the conceit of it. And uh, they wrote a bunch of like the um, the guys who did the the two guys who did the music for the movie wrote a bunch of original like pop songs like 80s pop songs that are very very good (laughs) like i listen to them regularly and um they're they're sprinkled out throughout the the movie and they uh relate to what's going on obviously it's just so good and uh it is not streaming anywhere oh no it's not yes it oh god no it real. it technically is but it isn't it's on the roku channel but it has ads. Um, I own the film, though, so I will give you my information, and so that you can watch it without having to rent it. Um, but yeah, Sweet. I recommend everyone go watch Sing Street, and we can talk about that next week.
1: Hell yes.
0: Um, any closing thoughts, Courtney? <sighs> any anything you want to tell I don't know. the world?
1: Listen to Doug Loves Movies. Okay. Which I've been telling you to do for like I don't know
0: three years. Three or four, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's great. Not wrong.
1: Actually, there's an episode with Ryan Johnson and some of the cast members of Knives Out. Whoa. Now will you listen?
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: No, you won't.
0: Yeah, probably not. <sighs> uh, but Courtney, if if people wanted to find you on the internet, where would they go?
1: Oh, this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. The <laughs> the outro.
1: Sure. Where would they go? Um, uh, Cordell Hall on Twitter and Instagram and Letterbox, and that's also my website.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On Letterbox, I am found on Twitter, Instagram, and I think my name is Tyler's New Groove on Letterbox. I don't know. Wait, let, let's find out what my uh, Tyler's New Groove on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the podcast is uh, Film Schooled FM on Twitter and Instagram, and me on Letterbox. Let's see what my count. Cause it's, I mean, it's Tyler Robertson, but also while Tyler's looking this
1: up, I have a comedy group, um, ah. and we're on Instagram, um, at Ideal Threesome Comedy, and if you you go to my Instagram, you can find it because it's there. But we're gonna start posting some sketches that we've done and some some other stuff.
0: Heck yes, we do
1: we do comedy things.
0: Are you guys doing things in quarantine? Like, are you Have you guys been trying to figure things out?
1: I think we're gonna start. We did a show like a like a sketch show at Second City mm-hmm. and so I think we're gonna start taking some of those sketches and either like converting them to quarantine things and recording like recording them or just posting the live. We just posted one of our sketches from the show on Instagram and it was about um yeah. Benjamin Franklin on July third. He he's trying to he's telling his wife that the declaration's ready, but she's like, It's my birthday, can't it wait till tomorrow? <laughs> And then he's like, oh, good point. Also, I've hired a prostitute.
0: <laughs> it's it's great. Did I? No, I didn't see it live. I, uh, but I, I did see it in Chicago on your television. <laughs> I think we... Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't get to see it live. <laughs> yeah, but. we
1: watched it. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you saw it live. But it's uh we wrote it for like a 24-hour sketch competition. Yeah. Um, where our only requirement was it had to be set on July 3rd, 1776, <laughs> and we were like, great, uh, prostitutes.
0: Yep, and yep. <laughs> wives nagging about their birthplace. Yep, birthdays. and
1: wives, and I play Benjamin Franklin. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Of course. On Letterboxd, I am actually Tyler Robertson. No spaces, no underscores, no nothing, Whoa, just my, my first and last name. Right next to each other. But yeah, uh School Fm, Twitter, Instagram, all that.
1: I'm gonna Photoshop our faces onto the Sins and Sensibility poster, so we're both wearing bonnets. <laughs> so follow <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> That'll be great. We already have a our first Photoshop of the Chicago <laughs> poster. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um
1: I said that to Tyler without warning or context. Yeah. And he responded in all caps, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: And then I responded, you have to send me that. We have to put it on.
1: Yeah, we had to put on.
0: <laughs> Social media. But yeah, uh, so next week, Sing Street. Um, we'll, we'll see you then. <laughs> we'll see yeah. you then. See you next time.
1: Leave a review? Sure.
0: <laughs> Do whatever you want, man. R-
1: R- rate, R- rate us. Rate
0: and subscribe and like and upvote. I don't think we're on Reddit. They probably can't upvote us, but... Ugh, let's not be. <laughs> Reddit's great. If you find okay, the right places, true. there's corners. There's corners <laughs> of Reddit that are pretty s- mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> but all right, I th- I think that's right. I think that's a wrap.
2: Yeah, Oof. we did it. And cut. And <laughs> cut. If we have to record this for a
1: third time.
2: Whew. I'm gonna lose
1: my mind. <laughs> I'm trying, Trying to remember what happened yeah. in this movie, which I've seen like five times, but I still Yeah. Oof.
0: Yeah. And then trying to remember the semi sort of kind of smart things you said in the in the previous episode. Yeah,
1: I was like, I I I was like I think I I had a point yeah. um in the last episode. Yeah. Like I think I said some nice things, but this one I just was like I don't know, feminism <laughs> I guess.
0: Oh boy.